Would you care to step outside? Warning, PC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Hello and welcome to DC on RMD Supergirl Edition on Rain Man Digital. Find us on demand on your favorite podcast provider. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm your host, Lauren, and I've got Bob with me. Hello, hello. And today we are going to be talking about Supergirl Season 5, Episode 4, In Plain Sight. Is that is that the right episode title? Probably. I don't know. I've been <laughs> horrible this year. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> It's not the right synopsis. I have no confidence in myself right now when it comes to titles. Oh, boy. Is it the right um, one? It's, it's, it's not the right one. It isn't? I mean, it's not the right synopsis anyway. Oh, the synopsis. Yeah, you can make that up. All right. Well, what even happened this week? Uh, Supergirl goes to Mexico. Jimmy goes away. <laughs> Jimmy goes away. Jimmy becomes Jimmy? Every Everyone leaves? Yes, uh, Central City. Oh my God, I called it Central City. National City is empty. <laughs> All right, so this episode was directed by David, David McWhorter and written by Jay Ferber and Jess Cardos. That's right. <laughs> that That's right. That's correct. Um, so we have a weird news thing this week. That, it really impacts the show. Yeah. So they are now developing a... Superman and Lois TV show with uh, Tyler Hutchlin and Bitsy Tuluk. And yeah, so... Her name's Bitsy? Yeah. I didn't know that was her name. Bitsy Tuluk, right? That's yeah. like a 90-year-old woman's name. I know. Like, I haven't... Like, that's like Aunt Bitsy that passes out caramels. I mean, I agree with you, but I didn't name her. I know. I'm just shocked. <laughs> Well, her her first name is Elizabeth, but for some reason she goes by Bitsy. So I wonder if there was a, somebody in SAG called Elizabeth Tallock. Probably. And so they you know? take it on. I I have no idea. Right. But anywho, <laughs> you're not her biographer. I I am not. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know how to feel about this. Because while I really, really love Tyler as Superman, and I liked her as Lois, I thought they worked well with each other. I thought it it was good. Um, do we need to see them in the struggles of, like, balancing superhero and professional lives with raising a baby? Like, I does that have appeal to you? No, it's like, it's this weird drama of... Uh, again, we, <laughs> I hate to fall into CW traps. I've been home all night while you were out fighting crime, and this baby will not stop crying. <laughs> like, I, 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 it's not the the Superman show; it's the concept of what they're trying to do. That, yeah, that that worries me. Like, I just don't know how. Superman as super dad feels all like, uh, you know, sorry, you can't go to Jimmy's soccer game. I don't know why the name's Jimmy, but we're going to go with that. I just, 
and but you know dad's got to go do super stuff so there was there was the comic super sons and like that's all good and well that's that's a fun thing that you can do in comics and it was you know superman with his his kid and batman with his kid and doing stuff being heroes fighting crime the boys hang out they do something wrong. They scold them. You know, like dad stuff. Yeah, but uh, again, you, dad you, stuff you, as the, superheroes. But like in comics, the, you can make that work. Yes, exactly. Because in comics, you have an idea. You do the idea. You might be out twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what like you know who they got to write it or who they got to draw it, but legitimately, you know, it was probably not the higher end uh, uh, echelon of comic book writers and artists. Ah. Uh, I mean, nah. I I I I don't know, but but just in general, like investment wise, you know, it's just like, oh, cool, we have an idea. Let's let's do it and see if it sticks. I mean, we see that was, all the time in comics. I mean, they they absolutely did have a really good team on that comic. It was uh, Peter J. Tomasi and Jorge Jimenez, and uh, and then was was Sanchez the inker, or I'm sorry, the colorist. That who that was? Yeah. Um. It so yeah. I mean, they that's absolutely solidly people that they have used for other large titles before, and Tomasi in particular did a bunch of stuff specifically with like Bruce and Damien. But like, okay, yeah. So it's just yeah, it's just something that's you don't need to fit the bill of what a primetime drama needs to be. You can do whatever you need to do with the book and you can have your moments of silly, like this is from the kid's perspective sort of like stuff, but you can also have like dad stuff happening. And like, I, it, it doesn't need to be one specific like primetime drama. Yeah. And format. So, um, I brought this up a little bit on the flash edition um just about the business side of the house when we look at what's going on with HBO Max, you know, the streaming service and DCU and now they're adding a, yet another show to the CW um Arrowverse it I worry about the shows that we currently have and I think we've had like yeah. this discussion before, you know, I think maybe when Superman actually showed up on screen and why it's not important for him to be part of this universe on like a full-time level that for the show that we're covering right now is there enough super stuff going on is the family stuff enough to offset what goes on in supergirl that you or or are we going to be splitting the audience you will absolutely be splitting the audience i think and everybody's going to want more out of superman than they ever expect out of supergirl yeah yeah and I feel like the formula that they're going with is going to let everyone down. Um, I would be. I just I have like this 100%. family matters intro going through my head, and right. So okay, so I would be a hundred percent in for like a three or four part like mini series or like a like a like a TV movie sort of thing, like you know an hour and a half long special. Lois and Superman. Cool. Yeah. That's great. I'm into that. And I think I think more 
more networks should be less afraid of doing miniseries or like like limited series. Yeah, we don't see that anymore where like the movie of the week or, you know, watch for the next seven Saturdays and we'll show you this movie. Yeah, like, uh, you, you know, I know what? I, that I, I'm you more disappointed. Keep people watching, Sorry. but no, it's fine. That's that's it. It's just frustrating. <laughs> you know what? I'm more disappointed in that would have been perfect for me. Huh? Brandon Routh over Tyler. In, in really? I I honestly, if they would have done like you know, because you know he's dressing up as the Kingdom Come Superman, a different right. Earth. You know, get. I don't know. He okay, just Okay, okay, now I see. He just does it for me as like a Superman. And so if you're going to put him in the costume and do a Superman show, I would rather see him do it. Brandon Routh just really gets you going? Y- yes. As long as he's wearing Superman's suit? Eh, it's any suit. <laughs> it, it, it's the it's the Boy Scout. Yeah, I I I I agree. That would be cool because it is a different earth. It's a different situation. It's a different Superman. Um but then you've got a weird situation with like, okay, Tyler, you play Superman on CW, but just kidding, not for this. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I I completely agree. There's there's holes in my theory, but I just I I just worry that we're so saturated with comic book material on the CW, and I'm throwing in you know Jughead and Archie and the gang and. You know, Nancy Drew now, and I believe Josie and the Pussycats have something coming. Do they really? I believe so. From, I know they appeared like Riverdale? on Riverdale, but I think they were getting their own thing. Huh. But, um... I don't know. And it, then we've got the, the Green Lantern show that got announced for HBO Max. Yeah. And, you know, it just it seems like we're just kind of... Okay, let's announce a Superman show before somebody else grabs this or what's going on here. It's like mm-hmm. and with them actually doing like the Green Lantern thing on HBO, which we know will have probably 10 times the budget that anything on the CW has. It's like, man, if that license was out there, you should have put it on HBO. Yeah. And honestly, and it won't have like the need to be skewed towards like a young adult audience yeah you know so it's a uh, on top of budget yeah and we've already talked about like supergirl taking a lot of the superman stories Mm-hmm. and you know like uh so is lex gonna be over on that show right i i i don't really see how this is going to benefit anyone <laughs> and i know that they they're looking at it as like a, a cash cow or something you know like oh okay well we can finally do you know like batman and and like superman stuff like we can say their names on our channel now so let's just make a superman show and cool but like what benefit does that really offer yeah and again it, it, i think it's just gonna hurt you know supergirl in the long run yeah i do too so, uh, it's uh i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they play it out and again what the overall theme is it is you know what is a family a superhero family drama look like the incredibles yeah but disney already did that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't know. It was just, uh, 
when I saw the article, I didn't want to believe it. That that that's my thoughts on the show in general. Like, no, we don't need this. I'm worried. We don't need it. We no. absolutely don't need it. So, all right. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll uh, we'll let all you listeners know if we hear any more updates about it. Yeah. All right. Hey, DC on RMD listeners, if you love our shows, please share with your friends and review. With every share and or review, you help our show climb those charts. Wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, remember to share those links each and every episode. So we're finally at the point where James is leaving us. He's, uh... He takes off seemingly, you know, if we didn't, if we didn't know it was coming, it'd just be like, oh, they're just going to hide Kelly for a little while, stuff like that. And then we get into this whole storyline. So you you said that, right. If we didn't know it was coming, like you would have just thought it was something like the going back home for the girls. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yep, yep, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it if we didn't know better, I'd just be like, oh, okay, weird. This is a cool little temporary storyline here for for James and, and Kelly and blah, blah, blah. And maybe it'll inspire him on what he's going to do with his life. And, you know, guess what? It does. There's this whole prison corruption situation going on there. Uh, he meets a kid who he kind of decides to mentor. Um, and... Honestly, I mean, I think if it hadn't been for the purpose of writing James off of the show, I think I would have been like, man, why do I care? Like, this is cool, but it's also not a part of like our world Yeah, that we're focused on. But for a goodbye, I mean, we got we got a full on send off. We got a full on like. We know we got closure. Yes. We know where James is. We know what he's doing. And we know why he feels so tied to this and feels like it's so important because he's the only one willing to step up and do the right thing and potentially save people's lives in a different way. Not from supervillains with with superpowers or aliens or metahumans, but from just the worst corruption. kind of yeah, the worst kind of villain ever. The government yeah. corruption and the, yeah. the privatization of the prison system and how they will arrest anybody for a profit. That poor kid that they that they like interact with, his mom is doing ten years yeah. for stealing a toaster oven. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So this is where I was just like, okay, well, laws do exist, <laughs> and uh, I don't think that's uh, really how this is going to go. Uh, you know, uh, I would have bought something else, I guess. Like I, I didn't like the like I think that was the one thing that just kind of eye rolled me. Yeah, because you're just I mean, like, all fair, right, this is petty theft. Like I've stolen yeah. shit. That's not what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But like, but also, I mean, they could absolutely slap other, uh, other like misdemeanors or or felonies or whatever else. You know what I mean? They could have made up like assaulting an officer or like. You know, yeah, yeah. I would have bought something like that to where I, I think the better, like honestly, the storyline is if we're gonna say that this this town came into corruption type things like this, I would have said, um, I would have played it off like she was set up and that they couldn't afford a lawyer. And then when Jimmy goes and hires that lawyer from you know uh, the best lawyer he can, 
to come help, it would have made more sense, you know, instead of just like a petty theft of something. It would have been like, oh, it's a petty theft. You know, she got caught stealing. Um, but, you know, they also pinned her with all the thefts on, you know, for the last six months because they thought it was a serial type thing. And, it, and that's really not what care? happened. Do you really care that much? It, when it comes to like reality <laughs> scenarios like that, like, <laughs> yes, like I like the details do matter to me when it comes to that, because, again, anything that takes my head out of what's going on, it's like my mom was just trying to steal a heater or a toaster or whatever it was. And she got 10 years. She was like, that's not how that works. Like, yeah, but I, I think that's also the point is like it's so obviously wrong and so obviously like inaccurate to how the law works that that's why they were like, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me. No, that's that's not how this works. Like this is so obviously wrong. No one's saying anything. They just want to keep those people in there as long as possible. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It didn't it didn't bother me. OK, but I will say my my favorite bit of it was the fact that when we get that that last little shot of James and he meets up with the kid and he uh he gives him the camera so he can start taking some pictures and stuff um and he he says his name's Jimmy and I'm like oh man that was one of those feels things and then instantly I went to I've spent the last five seasons calling him Jimmy even though I know his name is James I feel like I should put James in everything now Uh, yeah (laughs) but man that was I just I don't know he just gave us that that big old smile and said his name's Jimmy and just oh buddy no honestly it was one of the better write-offs for a character that we knew that was leaving the show like you you and where you're not sitting there going I wonder where he is (laughs) when (coughs) mono like I know they went to the future I don't care I need some closure well, even think of okay, yeah, that was just from this show. Um, let's talk about Colton Haynes when he was written off of Arrow. Oh. Just got in a car and drove away. Like I got to run. I can't be here anymore. And you're like, so, buddy, no, like, come back. <laughs> it wasn't like a good closure type moment. It was like, all right, this guy's on the lamb now, and this is like, what? What are we gonna do? Um. Uh, you know, is it going to ever come back up? Is it going to whatever? It's like, no, Jimmy seemed happy getting this, this, you know, integrity back into journalism and everything else. And I thought it was good closure for the character. I did too. It's good closure for us as viewers. It's good closure for the character. Um, he found his purpose, you know, screw running for Senator or whatever else when you can really make large changes the way you know how yeah um on a on a smaller level you know more direct to where the problems are yeah and um so no it was a proper write-off i think so too i think it was one of the best ones you've seen uh and then on the other side of the spectrum <laughs> back in national city john has to deal with his Jerky brother who totally has a reason to be a jerk. <laughs> Completely justified. Totally justified. Like what? Oh man. Um so yeah, we've got this whole whole situation here now. So we're trying to stop Malefic by 
using the machine that was made to zippity zap away Martians, but like talk about a flashback, right? I mean, this we're talking season one, you know, yeah. Hank Henshaw trap. I mean, there's just there's just so much stuff that's going on. Like Alex just wants to straight up murder him <laughs> at first, um, and they have to be like, oh, hey, maybe you know, calm down. Let us try and use the uh, the the like anti-phasing device. I don't even remember what that is, but it's like other Q waves or whatever. And like, Hey, you can't phase through our little beacon bullshit anymore. But then we've also got the, uh, the, the super anti-Martian gun of doom and (laughs) (laughs) we we can splat them like a bug right here. Right. And, uh, everyone is, is supposed to go through the correct procedures to not be incepted by Malefic. And yet somehow, that doesn't go according to plan. Someone still is incepted. And then through that person incepts Alex. How is that even possible? He doesn't even have to be there. He just has to like beam his brain thoughts into another person to then pass the power on through uh, them. What? Yeah, that just seems like he should be on a beach somewhere and just keep zooming into body to body to body. Taking yeah, why, over. why even bother? fighting anything yourself just eh, whatever hey the person to your right just incept them to get them into our cause all right thanks like what i don't know yeah but, no I, so. I i was shocked by it too i was like it you almost saw it coming because they were taking so many precautions right you're yeah. like all right well how's it gonna happen and then first thing you know right away first thing in the episode the plan doesn't work and then they keep taking more precautions. It's like, is this really going to pan out the way you want it to? <laughs> no, no, no. I got um, it this time. I promise. Right. Okay. And then, yeah, Alex gets incepted, which is one of the most dangerous things of all. Because she runs the DEO. <laughs> yeah. And Alex really, really did a number on Jean when she called him out. It was like, I know what you did to your brother. You're a monster. <laughs> like, oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you must have really said that because there's no way you're incepted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just, there, there's some heartbreak there and it's actually uh, well acted by both of them. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I mean, they always have good chemistry, yeah. you know, yeah. and he's such a father figure to them at this point that Alex calling him a monster and like, ah, oh, that's, that's rough. Uh-huh. But honestly, he should have. Like, he should have told Alex when she was like, it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. He should have come through and been like, not all your fault. I had Nia do this thing and now I know what happened. And uh turns out I kind of suck. Yeah. You know. I'm not as cool as you think I am. Yeah. Uh, and then. Oh, man, there's I feel like this show is always so like it's so much tougher to break down than others because there's so much going on all the time. Yes. I mean, I think last year we what joked that there was eight storylines going on at once. Yeah. And, and by joke, so, I mean serious. Yeah. Completely serious, <laughs> but laughing away the tears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going, uh, I don't know what we cover this week and what we don't. Cause we've got the John situation and how it's like compromising his relationship with Alex and stuff like that. And then there's like, Malefic, and then there's Lena, and she comes to the DEO to help Brainy, but not out of the goodness of her heart, but instead so that she can steal some 
tech and information and stuff and work through some more Q-Wave stuff with Brainy. And Not because she wants get, the super French shirt and handshake. Yeah. And like, since when did Lena Luther resort to stealing tech for like all of her stuff? It's, she's so much smarter than that. Yes. She usually figures it out and does it better. Yeah. But this is the second time now we've caught her stealing tech or data or something. I'm like, all right. Cool. It, it, she's got to be the big bad, right? Guess so. Like, because what, what well, we, then, we still haven't but seen then there's the... Leviathan. What's that? Leviathan, though. Yes. What? What's going on with that? We, <laughs> nothing, right? Nothing. Because now the only person that had info on Leviathan was Eve, and she's not Eve anymore. She's Hope. Yeah, she's Vision. She's Hope, Miss Luther. So, yeah, what? So we have, like, no no progress there. I, good God, yeah, Lena's going, like, full supervillain at this point. Um, she helps them capture Malefic, and then, you know, by the end of the episode, she's just, like, she's she has him and is, like, hey, I think we can help each other. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Like, why are you giving her the access? Yeah, man. Like, it should be in the DEO somewhere. Isn't that the whole point of it? Right. I, I don't know. It, it's it's really confusing on what's going on, right? I'm not just, like, kind of crazy. Because sometimes I honestly have to go back and read recaps to figure out w- what all happened this week. It's not, like, it's just that it's a lot. You know? It's just that, because on top of that, we have... And then... Yeah, on top of that, we've got a Supergirl going to Mexico City. That was this week, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so we've got William, uh, William Day's craziness and what he's got going on, and and maybe he's a murderer and he's got this, like, intergang, whatever intergang is, I guess international gang. It just sounds stupid, but um, I have no idea if that's, like, a real term. (laughs) It, It is? Is it? Oh, God, that's terrible, and I hate it. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's that whole thing. She tracks him down to Mexico City, watches him walk away from a car crash, goes and gets attacked by another supervillain who the, we don't even really know, but she's got wind powers, and then the DEO gets her because Supergirl grabs her and brings her in, and, like... This is all one episode. Yes. There was another like, episode. The Jimmy and, you know, John thing should have been enough. Yeah. And they could have went to Mexico on a different day. Yeah. And we could have we could have tucked in the uh the Lena stuff in the the Jean stuff because Brainy was working on that. But then we've also got the whole Nia and Brainy thing, which they didn't go into too much this episode, but he was freaking out the whole freaking time about it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's becoming really convoluted. We need a crazy wall with string to figure <laughs> out what's going on. Yeah. Um I am I guess glad that James is being written off. Um, not because one I dislike him. One less character to follow. One less storyline to follow. One less, and and I'm I'm good with that. That's I'm happy with that. Um, 
He was a great character on the show. He had some amazing character development to turn him into a very likable, upstanding guy. And now it's his time to go be an upstanding member of society over there and maybe pop in for the occasional holiday episode. Done. I came into town for Thanksgiving and game night. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's reasonable. They've broke you formula. You see your family. Yeah. They've broke formula. They don't end anymore with the girls hanging around the TV eating ice cream mm-hmm. or pot stickers. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, they did the other episode. I know, but it was like the, 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 the ending of every episode. I know. Like, I know. It's like Doogie Howser typing on his computer every <laughs> day. But so, I mean... On on top of everything, now we've got actual clarity on what's going on with William mm-hmm. and that he's like we th- like we got a glimpse of when he was, you know, working in a soup kitchen or whatever. Turns out he's supposedly, you know, not a total shitbag of a human being, but instead he's actually a pretty decent guy. He suspects that Andrea Rojas is dirty and he is trying to get close to her undercover as close as he can get to expose her and get evidence and stuff like that. And uh, the girl that supposedly got killed didn't get killed. It's actually his like partner. They've got this like offshore account together. And I don't think I care. I don't care. They haven't done enough with the new CatCo owner to make you want to believe that she's a shitbag. I mean, she is. She sucks for sure. Oh, I know, but it's still not enough to make you care enough, I guess. Yeah. And again, maybe it is just because of all the other storylines going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I... Do you think they would have benefited from saving this for, like, we wrap up John's stuff, right? And, okay, this new reporter is a little bit of a dick. This new cat co-owner is a little bit of a dick. And then after the Malefic stuff is wrapped up, then we move into, you know, this William guy is really rubbing me the wrong way. He's been acting really suspicious. He just stole my this and that. He just, you know, called out my work as being crappy. Like, once again, I need to look into this guy. Awesome. You know, yes. I think with Jimmy gone and, you know, I think you, we know cat co has changed. Leave it mm-hmm. at that, you know, and Kara may complain every once in a while about the struggle, um, her and Dreamer. You know, Jimmy finally gets rides off into the sunset. Again, John's brother is taken care of or whatever. And then slowly introduce more things that bring Kara to the forefront of something's up. Yeah. Hey, you know that crime we solved? Um a couple weeks ago, I went back, like, I, I forgot to mention on the footage, isn't there this guy that you work with? Like, something. I don't know. You know, clearly what I just said is terrible, but. <laughs> but they, they could have figured out something. Yeah. Because it does it does sometimes seem like, you know, we're putting an hour and a half of content in 44 minutes. Yeah. And, like, honestly, that could have even just sat on the back burner for a couple weeks. Kara just being like, hey, I need to watch him. The Elena thing could have not happened until after Malefic got captured. Uh-huh. You know, after this episode, the the Mexico City thing could have happened. Yeah. That would have been good. Um, I think they got to chill out a little bit. Yeah, there, we, we are definitely getting into the same territory that Supergirl has fallen tra- like last year. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think we joked, and but there was legitimately eight ongoing storylines at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into our final thoughts. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. I'm sure Facebook memories have led, it's possibly led to many suicides at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you ever want to just feel unfulfilled with your life, just pay attention to those memories. They will always make you feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Remembering that nine years ago, you had a promising future. (laughs) And suddenly you realize you're, you're in the, you live within the shadow of your former self in both achievements and looks. Where is it all gone wrong? Hey, Mike, 10 years ago, you were much better looking. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Facebook. I appreciate that. Something's got to be done about those memories, though. It's annoying. I wish you could turn it. It's not annoying. It's depressing, Thomas. You're not listening. Mine are annoying. Yours are depressing. I can wait till you're 40. (laughs) Wait till you're 35, 36, and you saw, uh, you know, a photo. (laughs) Hey, nine years ago, Mike, you uh, were producing a film. Thank you, Facebook. I know that. You would think they would also come out with an algorithm or come up with an algorithm. And that also knows which are good memories and which are bad memories. They have to be more selective because they choose bad memories. I think it's almost on purpose. One of my friends from a film committed suicide about 12 years ago. And they reminded me as if it was a good memory. Remember, Paul? Oh, Jesus I'm like, yes, I do remember, Paul. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Hey, DC and RMD listeners, all this year, we will be featuring a product of the week. So be sure to look within the description of each and every podcast this TV season and click through those links. Whenever you purchase an item through our links, each purchase helps our network grow and we're able to keep the lights on within the studio. Help our network grow by pledging to our Patreon. From now until the end of the year, we are asking our listeners to donate a minimum of $1. In order to keep the network alive, we need to hit 100 subscribers before the end of the year. Not the end. Not the end. We will not die. Sounds so, so urgent. But like, no, just the end of the year, guys. Hey, and and if you've already joined, thank you, because I think we're only nine away from hitting that 100 goal. I thought it was eight. Is it eight? I think it might be eight, oh. eight or nine. We're only eight or nine subscribers away from that goal. So if you haven't yet, please consider helping us out. Um, help us keep the lights on by heading over to patreon.com slash Digital. Check out the podcast description of this episode for details. You know, for a place that caters to aliens, they have some pretty good chicken wang. How do you know that's chicken? Okay, so final thoughts. Um... I feel like this episode wasn't bad, but it was a little crammed full, but it also had such good portions to it. I'm having a really hard time rating it, giving it a score. Well, it's it's one of those things. If if you take the seven storylines we had and give them all a point value and add them up. Divide by two, carry the one. I I just, I don't know. Like, this is always the hardest part for me is rating the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is, 
This is a struggle for me. Yeah. Now that we've incorporated this into our reviewing process, yeah. I'm really struggling each week, guys. Like or do not like is way easier than actually putting a rating to the like. Like, do not like, it was okay. Yeah. It was a little bit better than okay. Or like, nah, it was poop. <laughs> like, I just, numbers are hard, guys. I don't know. Um, I... I I would say like a I don't know. I wish I could rate the different parts of the episode differently. <laughs> well, honestly, that and that that's it's always like that's what you got to take into consideration now. So for me, I would probably give it a sixty-five just because there was parts of the episodes that didn't make sense to me. Like oh, that's what I was gonna say. As much as. <laughs> I think you just wait till I say something. You're like, no, I was actually, the number in my head was actually 65. (laughs) Um, But then I was like, wait, that's a D, but is that still passing? Maybe it depends on, on where. But see what, when I, when I, 65 means to me means that it was just like an okay episode, you know, um, just because of it being chock full of stuff. And which makes it hard to follow sometimes. Um, and, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit. You know, the the downgrading comes from we didn't need six storylines going on in one episode. That, yeah. you know, if you would have followed Jimmy and chose between Mexico or finding John's brother, mm-hmm. it would have been fine. It probably would have been a lot more solid episode. Keep Kara there to help him, you know, figure out some things. But going down to Mexico and dealing with some of that other stuff just didn't exactly work for me. Um, And it again, it just had to do with putting an hour and a half of content in a 44-minute block. Nothing wrong with it. Just confusing that point. Just rush, 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 rush. So the pacing was bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, honestly, this episode could have been way more solid if it was James's goodbye and Jean and Malefic's storyline, you know, and we get the tiny dose of Brainy and Nia and then... Uh, A goodbye you know, dinner. Lena. Yeah, yeah. A goodbye dinner to take up the rest of the few minutes that uh, the crazy wall... And Mexico City took up because yeah. that they really didn't take up that much time. And just, and yet, and just have that just, awkward thing of Lena being there saying goodbye, and then like we know that she's fucking corrupt as fuck, sitting across looking at everybody doing like friendship wine toast. Yeah, could have worked a lot better. It could have worked a lot better. I agree. I think sixty five is a solid. Solid score for this. Even if you think I'm just copying you, that really is the number I was thinking of. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully they trim the fat a little bit more. I really don't want to get into a whole other season where we feel bogged down with stuff because there were some really good things that happened last season, but there were also some really messy, jumbled storylines too. And I, I, I want to see this show do well. I You know, I don't want to see Supergirl get canceled or have the ratings drop so low that they're even considering that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, come on, guys, pick it up. And again, you wonder if they're going to like the writing crew and, you know, the showrunner is going to step it up knowing that uh, another super is coming. A more popular super is coming. 
they don't really have a choice. They gotta. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's DC on RMD Supergirl edition. You can always catch any past and future DC on RMD episodes on DCONRMD.com and wherever you stream us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check out our Patreon. Like we said, we only need like eight or nine subscribers to hit our goal. We're almost there and there's two months left of the year. So please help us out and we will catch you next week. Mother of God, would you look at the time? When you came here, you had an hour.